This is what? Hard to swallow. Gross. She should have put him back on the rack. You cannot talk to me. Hi, Swallowers. <laughs> Welcome back to Hard to Swallow Podcast. I'm your host, Emery Lavelle J, on Instagram and Twitter as Ain't I Emery. Yeah. It's Amy. been a long time coming, but a bitch is back. <laughs> a bitch is back. The bitch is back. <laughs> a small back, by the way. Oh, Slim no. shoulders and My small um. back. <laughs> Oh, Jackie's fine. Jackie's back. A small back. Jackie's back. <laughs> and of course, I'm joined here today with some Negroes I know. Okay. Joining me now mm-hmm. is Lyrical Mar on Instagram and Twitter as Lyrical Mar. Yes, in the words of the female E40. <laughs> how you going to play with me? You Goodbye. know I'm undefeated. A real hot girl know how to keep a nigga heated. <laughs> I knew he was talking about See, Meg. Uh-uh. I knew Leave Meg alone. <laughs> Where is the lie? <laughs> okay. Leave me. Female Bundy. Bundy. <laughs> you keep saying that way. You keep saying that way. Girl. And of course, since she's talking, talk, talk, talking. Of course, joining me now <laughs> is my lady, my lady, my lady, Lindsay Wagner on Instagram and Twitter as Lynn's Wags. Hello, everybody. Oh my God, we're back. Yes. Like we I are never back. Left, like I never okay, left. all right. <laughs> <laughs> I have oh, to throw it in. Uh-uh. I'm sorry. That vocal was chewing it by Whitney. I have, okay. never, heard, <laughs> I have never heard Whitney vocal chew it until that time. Ah, <laughs> She's giving a bitch. I'm pushing through. Right. I'm pushing through. I'm going to give y'all one last one. <laughs> but I got this. <laughs> Do you? Goodbye. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> and also joining me now is the last and only Bolin girl, Jay Bolin on Instagram and Twitter as Jay Bolin. I'm I'm still here. <laughs> here, here. We're shit. back. <laughs> uh, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 yeah. <laughs> you gotta bust the choreography while you say it too. Right. Yeah, you gotta bust the choreography. It's just let me tell y'all really something. Tisha, Tisha Campbell did not play on that that <laughs> Los Angeles morning show. She showed y'all what a Jackson was. Yes, Next. She did. Yes, she did. Crazy. She's um the full package, a triple threat. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she is. Yeah. Yes. class, yep. but a triple the threat. Words, wow. In the words of Reeby Jackson, I don't like that. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't like, like that. nothing about it. I don't like that. <laughs> I got to give some shout out. So, yeah. People, thank you for, you know, following, subscribing, listening to the show. Yeah. I, we won't break since December. The fact that I was logging in, you know, every now and then checking um, our account to see who was listening to the show. People were listening to the show every week since we've been off. Yeah. Like, that's a big deal to me. Yeah. <laughs> and I had people hitting me up around, like, maybe February. They was, like, giving, bitch, when y'all coming back? <clears throat> yes. So. We thank you so much. Thank you for listening. <laughs> yes. We have thousands of listens now. I'm, like. 
It's surreal for me, who? and I appreciate your support. Who are these people? I know. <laughs> oh, we need my to go bunch to the club. Weirdos. How are they? <laughs> no, we're not gonna go fool. to the club now. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> Cause the Ronas. Oh, yeah, we're not going to no club. Corona. But you know, we can do like that. Um, other guy did, and you know, go live while playing music and bitch have a party. Oh, uh, he was going off. Yes, for I, several I mean. hours. Oh, the DJ, the legendary DJ D Nice, yeah, legendary. Before my time, but mm-hmm. yeah, way before your time. Mm-hmm. And um, DJ Cedric is having a show right now. Currently, really? yes. yes. Listen, yeah. this is bored. They they was on there dancing and shit. Like, ooh, I want to let right. it out, but we're here instead. So you know. So let me give a special shout out to a couple people that have been holding it down, that have shared our posts and, you know, been loyal. I'm going to give a shout out to Devon Hamilton of DH underscore events. Hi. Or also you can follow him at Devon Hamilton on Instagram and Twitter. Yes. He is big with promoting parties in the D.C. DMV area. So check him out. Also, shout out to Denasia. You can follow her at Simply Denasia. Yes. Follow Dion Michael Howard at Dion H1224. Also follow call me underscore underscore CEO. Mm. Yes. You better be a bad bitch putting CEO in his name. <laughs> okay. And also the last and only fan. <laughs> <laughs> Robbie, aka Robasia. Yes, Robasia. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You can follow him at Robbie yes. with five eyes and one E. <laughs> wow. Thank you for holding it down. Yeah, but yeah, but that bitch don't get my tagline. You're gonna have to get her something else. Oh yeah. Well. Why not? <laughs> Why not? So what's been going on with you guys? Wow. I've I- been in the house mostly, but maybe y'all have more of an adventurous time than I have. No, I, w- I wouldn't call it a fucking adventure. <laughs> you know, 2020 has been nothing short of an adventure for me. Mm-mm-mm. Bitch has been, the year just started off wrong. It's like, horrible. let's go back to 2019. It's awful. You know, it's what? bad when you want to go back to 2019. Okay, because the girls read 2019. That year mm-hmm. wasn't shit. Right. And 2020 was like, well, I got something for that ass. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> literally yeah literally she stormed the girl 2020 literally. is serving haymakers and shit it's giving <laughs> bitch i'm not to let you have it uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. elizabeth warren didn't even make the presidential <sighs> candidate for the democratic mm-hmm. party they don't deserve they don't deserve they don't deserve her she read all the way home Yes, they did. <laughs> <laughs> they undeserved. And fuck all them ones who sat there and read Joe Biden and then turned around and endorsed him 20 minutes later. Which I'm makes no sense. Especially Kamala. Ooh. Oh, Kamala. Oh, Kamala. Kamala. Mm-hmm. Kamala. Kamala. No, she did. That is the perfect example. That's not the first time she was a hypocrite. It's not. Well, we know that. that like I said when this came up, I said but she we really that the bitch was changing. showing us who she is, who she was, and who she will always she be. Will Every, be. Please, mm-hmm. every one of the motherfuckers up there are hypocrites and done lied and did some shit in the past that's fucked up. So what we're not going to do is pinpoint Kamala, you know, 
I mean, I haven't tasted her greens, so I don't know if she has an invite to the cookout. Bitch, but all I know is goddamn well that she don't put she no can't make greens. Miss Camila don't put no damn. <laughs> Miss she Camila. don't make greens. She might make some kalaloo, but she I, ain't making listen, no greens. Listen, she may not put a, a a a neck in there, but she puts maybe a turkey leg. Do she even no, make greens or do she no, cook kale? No, no she, she doesn't make greens. She cooks kale and spinach. And wow, spinach. wow. Does Oprah make greens? Don't do yeah. Mother Oprah. <laughs> 22, 29, yeah. surplus, too. I oh, knew yes. this year was going to be bad when I saw Oprah, Oprah is falling. eating a plate Maybe. of greens right now. Oh. <laughs> Not a plate of beans. In my decades, I'm I ain't never seen Oprah fall. Oh, greens. She eat greens. Okay. Wait, you said in your decade, you ain't never seen what? <laughs> I ain't never seen Oprah fall in my life. Bitch, Oprah ain't never fell. She, she ain't never fell before. That's why. <laughs> while talking while about, talking about balance. balance. Right. <laughs> but she fell in some she pumps. She had on them. At least she had on pumps. Cat heels. The, yeah, at least she <laughs> have on a kitten heel. Not cat heels. she have on a kitten heel. If that was a 2020 version, that, that was a testament. I don't know what was. Yeah. Oprah fell. That was a sign. Oh, this year ain't gonna be shit. That means a billionaires falling and shit. AKA y'all girls are going down. We gonna die, bitch. Billionaires are falling. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, well, what were y'all up to? We ain't, nobody ain't talking about what they was doing. Bitch, listen, I, I, I haven't been up to shit. I'm trying to keep my motherfucking job. I've been in the house staring at the same person for days. I mean, <laughs> And I'm keeping my distance from mere mortals. You told me that you ran into somebody while you were at work. Oh, yeah. I saw Nene Leaks. Oh. Come on, Lanithia. Oh, Lanithia. oh yes. I saw Lanithi. Lanith. Lanith. And she was, she had did a stroll through Neiman Marcus. I swear it was 90 seconds. I'm like, girl, were you even going to buy? And then she came out Ooh. and then... I mean, she was walking through that motherfucker like she was Janet Jackson. But the point was, she was nasty as a motherfucker. I saw her so? be nasty to this girl who ran across the mall uh-huh. to get a picture with her. Now, she was the only bitch that ran across to get a picture with her. Right. Everybody else was just kind of looking at her walk. Like, okay. But this black bitch uh-huh. ran all the way. She was like, Nene. I mean, she was like, bitch, I want a picture, girl. You give me life. Right. Bitch, Nene looked back at her like she was garbage and then the girl was just just standing there with a face like oh disheartened girl so you done walk through a mall that's filled with about 500 people one bitch ran and asked you for a picture (laughs) she looked back at her and then she kept walking and then and then she was like no i'm not now with her big hands up talking about no 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 (laughs) <laughs> it was just it was just very rude and then and then they walked by us and I was with another um queen and uh Greg was very sweet um he's a he, sweetheart yeah he looked back at us he was like how y'all doing and then he went down the escalator and then they was looking at our shoes and he started snapping his finger like yeah yeah yes and then Nene was like <laughs> and I was like you know what she's a character yeah. she's a character but that aura that it's, sounds exactly how I picture her. That aura actually. is horrible. I'm gonna be honest. Well, I, I mean, s- but ain't, ain't <laughs> that ahead. the way that she always interacts with her? Thing? That is exactly that I see. Like that, Nene does not partake in that shit when she ain't on like she's, getting paid to be on the clock. She's, she's just, very she sour. Yeah. Very. What's up with that? 
I believe it. I, I told you. I well, I don't know if I mentioned this. I saw her at Urban One Honors on the um, purple carpet. Oh, and <laughs> this motherfucker, she poured up. <laughs> first of all, if it's either you gonna do the purple carpet or you not, right? She came at the last like two minutes or maybe thirty seconds of the purple carpet mm-hmm. and just walked through. Mind you, he was wrapping up, putting cameras. Here she, this bitch coming, walking through. Slowly taking her time. <laughs> I said, "Who the fuck do she think she is?" Okay. But I'm not gonna lie. I don't got time to chicken co shit. I wanted an interview with Miss Nene Leaks. I wanted an interview with Lamethia. Yeah. But she wasn't interviewing nobody. She literally didn't stop for anybody. She was just like walking to take. Pictures. She just wanted to be seen. She I wanted guess. to be seen. Misplaced oh, ego. Gosh. I was like, really. All these other bitches making sure they stop. But that's what you got to give. Sounds like a Sagittarius woman to me. (laughs) That's what you give when you got people like Little Kim and Anita Baker in the building and Chris, you know, Chris Tucker, people that, you know, outshine you in star status. You know, you got to try to get as much as you can. Well, as much attention as you can. Well, well, maybe you need to be working for her and telling her that. Mm. (laughs) Does she pay? Anyway. Oh. Um. Let's move oh. on. Goodbye. Y'all know that we have a very special guest coming on later in the episode. And I'm so excited because I am a RuPaul Drag Race super fan. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Well, not just I. Also, Jay Boland. We are like RuPaul mm-hmm. Drag. We can quote shit from season one. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> this I can tell you what happened on so many challenges from season two. Three. Yeah. Like, okay. bitch, it's and bad. If, if I didn't smoke weed, I could too. <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah. So, the person we have in, as a guest this episode is the Vixen. Yes. Mm. I just came here to fight. <laughs> she marching the runway, darling. Go have your cigarette. It's done. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm so excited to um, interview her. So for those who don't know, I'm known the Vixen. I mean, she was on season, what, 10? Yes. Yes, she was on season 10 of RuPaul's Drag Race. She uh-huh. played seven. She actually did pretty well. She won one challenge. Um, and also, I know her from Chicago. Um, we used to be part of a youth pride group for LGBTQ youth at the time. Do re mi fa sol la ti do. <laughs> they used to always compare us because he's like, y- you remind me of Tony. That's what his nickname was because he had high cheekbones. And they was like, yeah. y'all need to do something together. So we did a photo shoot and we got to know each other. It was cool. But I will talk more about that later yeah. when I get on the call with her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's get into the conversation of the Old hot topics and the current hot topic. Now, some shit got away while we was away. Yeah, yeah. And we're not going to let it slide. Uh-uh. We're not letting it slide. Nope. Some shit got to be said about it. Okay? Boosie home. Now, how are we going to do this? Let's go. How are we going to do this? Let's start with the most important person of this episode. Well. You know what? I like, the, I like that order. I like that order. Let's start with Zaya Wade. Yes. Zaya Extravaganza. (laughs) (laughs) Zaya Garcon. Okay, yeah. Garcon. Yes. You know, Zaya Wade, daughter of Dwayne Wade, Mm -hmm. stepdaughter of Gabrielle Union, is an up-and-coming legend. Yes. 
So she came out as trans while we were away. And that's a big deal. And it's a big deal. Um, she took her time, but she finally revealed that she's a woman of trans experience. Um, her parents, well, at least from what I understand, her father and Gabrielle have been extremely supportive. Yes. We had naysayers online. They were not. They were like, she's too young. And I think even, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think her biological mother was not for it either. I think she oh. said something to the effect of um, Gabrielle Union um, kind of pushed her that direction or made her that way. Oh, shit. Oh, I, wow. I, I didn't know that. I, I hopefully that, that was hope a not. satire article, so I'm going to leave that be. Allegedly, she said that. I don't think so. But, um, yeah, I mean, she's truly an inspiration. Mm-hmm. I know there are youth that are her age that are looking up. And also, just people that see the family that she's surrounded by saying, I wish I had that. Yeah. I wish I had that. What are your guys' thoughts about Zaya Wade, the legend, up and coming? Mm. Who, me? Well, I'm proud of Zaya. Come on, Zaya. Come <laughs> these bitches. Zaya yeah. seems like she is very happy. She mm-hmm. seems like she's living her best life. I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. I think Zaya is smart. She's confident. She knows who she is. I was going to say that, She's too. not too young. Was she 12 or 13? Uh, yeah, I think something around that. Y'all's ghetto asses um, was fucking at 12 and 13 <laughs> um, and getting pregnant. Literally, acting on sexual so like, Okay, having Sucking babies. dick. And, uh, you know, yeah. so if y'all was old enough to suck a dick without hair on it, <laughs> then Zaya's old enough to know she's a woman. And I don't want to hear no more from the black <laughs> community about it. Um, because y'all selective as fuck. Um, well, also, you know, I'm proud of Zaya. You know, I I think that she is the perfect symbol of trans at this moment. Oh, thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Zaya is a symbol, a very important symbol at this moment because the visual is not that of a woman. People need to understand that trans is not just... About the visual. About the visual. And they will see her, um, you know, transform into whatever she wants to be. And I think it's fabulous, especially since she knows how to talk about it. Yeah. Um, you know, I think people really downplay how wise um, children, teens, young adults can be at a certain age. I think we all kind of had a bit of an idea of who we were on our preteen and teenage stage. It doesn't yep. mean that we didn't evolve further. But to say that a 12, 13-year-old girl does not know who she is at all... That's 8th and ninth grade, stupid asses. Isn't it? Yeah. 12 it's, is... It's wait, extreme, 12 yeah. is 6th grade. So, yes, well, 7th. 6th or 7th grade. Or yeah, seven. you know what you want. Yeah, yeah, I was 14 when I graduated, but I was because my birthday was after the cusp. I mean, you know, the, the deadline. Yeah. So, yeah, usually like 12 or 13 is 7th for 8th grade. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I need people to get up off her. And I think we, as a, especially black LGBTQ <laughs> people and so-called allies, we have to protect her at all costs. Mm-hmm. I am not going to let y'all pull up on motherfucking Zia Wade. We will fight. Ever. We will fight. I will fight for that one because she has to be protected. And you know what? While we're doing the fighting, 
what makes me happy at the end of the day is that she really doesn't even need our protections. Right. She has a centered group, a core group at home that loves her. Her, her stepmom, her father, her, her siblings, they love and honor her. Right. They support her fully. It's not a show. Yeah. You know when somebody's genuine. Yeah. So I'm happy about that. I am. Lindsay? Um, yeah, I would like to just piggyback off of what Marcus said, like his last statement. Like, you know, people have to understand that being trans is a journey and don't project your shit onto her. She doesn't have to look passable right now for you, Black community as a whole, Black women, Black men, Black gay men. I saw the comments. I was not amused. Some of y'all are mad that you didn't have that experience when you were young. You weren't loved. You weren't cherished. You weren't honored. You weren't revered. I also would like to say to Gabby and Dwayne, they are really doing an exemplary job. First of all, in the telling of this story, they never centered themselves once. And that's how I know she is on the right path. That's how I know. They also... (laughs) So as parents, now I I have a quote here from Dwayne. He said that um he said that he has to get smarter and educate himself more, and that's my job. And some of y'all are mad that y'all parents, y'all siblings, to this day have never done that for you. And I'm so mm. sorry about that. And I'm sorry about that. Mm. But let this child be. He also said, he and Gabrielle, they saw it, they noticed at three years old that Zaya, he said that Zaya wasn't on the boy vibe that his oldest son, Zaire, was on. So that's when he said they had to start having a conversation. Mm-hmm. They couldn't pretend. He, they had to start having a conversation. And when you say you love your child unconditionally, these are the measures that you're supposed to take as a parent. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's some parents sitting around here joking, talking about, I don't even want to repeat some of these things I've said. I mean, some of these things that were said, I've, I've heard said, people have repeated to me, from their own parents' mouths in regards to them being gay, in regards to them being trans. My issue is with the heterosexual community as somebody who's a cishet woman is that a lot of you aren't taking time to do the work even when it's your own child. And Mm -hmm. to me, that's shameful. Mm -hmm. And then then they always regret it later. (laughs) Yep. But the other other thing I want to say is they were also talking about how Gabrielle and Dwayne are sexualizing him by letting him sit up there and, and walk. That's how ignorant sit they up are. there and walk runway and stuff. First of all, um, little girls been doing walk walking runway for years. Um, I did and, it at thirteen. Yeah, I mean that that ain't got nothing to do the with connection sex. Connection to sexuality. I mean, are black people stupid? They they with ignorant. Me. Let no, me let me use the correct word. They ignorant. Okay, they're ignorant. What it is is there's a preoccupation. <laughs> When it comes to well, when it comes to being, you know, uh, the homosexual community, the LGBTQIA community, there's a 
preoccupation with genitals and what they do, what they do, what they're, there's a innate Mm -hmm. inherent thing in heterosexuals that we're programmed Mm -hmm. like dick goes in pussy. You know, it's supposed to do this. As a man, you're supposed to look like this and act like this. As a woman, you're supposed to look like this and act like this. If you're not constantly doing the work, if you ain't reading, if you if you just going about life really all fucking nilly, mm-hmm. these are the attitudes, these are the things that you perpetuate into the air. Yep. Yeah. I, I wanna, and that's it. I want to add that. To extend on how adults have a a job, a responsibility to learn who their children are and not to make them into the image of who they were not able to be. And that goes for straight and gay. That goes for children, Mm -hmm. period. Oh, yeah. So, rise up off her. And do better. Do better. And like I said, I will fight for that one. And keep her name out your motherfucking yes. mouth. Keep her name out your motherfucking mouth. <laughs> I knew you gotta you emphasize yes. the motherfucking. Motherfucking. It's two yeah. words. Ooh, two words. I like y'all that. know my favorite thing to come out of this whole situation was that little meme saying that uh, while y'all out here mad as I, she at home with her family, and this uh, Mary J. Blige doing her little dance on stage. <laughs> yes, yeah, I, I quite enjoy that. Bitch. Chilling. And Zaya's she's good. Zaya was beating her suit. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they were talking about. Yeah, and, she was. And her, I and think her it was boots. green and black. And 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 fuchsia. And fuchsia. And her, she always and, looks cute. And her boots were beat. Okay. She looks cute and age appropriate. Period. I know what she kind of looks like. Who? <laughs> A young Lupita. Uh, Get into it. Go look Okay, back. I will. <laughs> go look at Lupita. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go look back at that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That that was stern. <laughs> anyway, let's let's wrap this up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we, we love you, Zion. We're speaking of Zion. Yes, we love you. Zaya. One of the bitches that we might have to fight. Uh, oh, boozy, spray some, spray some boozy. Killer on it and oh wow, call it a day. Little bosom, boosie, <laughs> little, little, little bosom. Shout out my nigga, little boosie. <laughs> now, little bosom has been very vocal. <laughs> Okay, you stop. Be very vocal <laughs> about how Zaya's too young and, you know, he don't support that and wow. how they failed this parent. But can we talk about Lil Bosom as a father? Mm-hmm. But can we talk about who the fuck asked you what you supported? Mm. Exactly. Right. And no one cares. Right. No one cares what you stand for or support. Boy, you child, your own kids I don't give a fuck with your convict ass support. There's <laughs> always a nigga in jail who always gonna tell somebody how to raise. If you okay. ain't talking about out. metal bars or spitting them, bitch, I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> wow. He like I'm nasty, nasty, real nasty. His little, <laughs> his little perm, he's like a permanent ashy bastard. Yes. And First of all, that man has a preoccupation with genitals. He does. Please, somebody wants dick. Somebody say what he... Yes, he wants dick. (laughs) Somebody please say what he said about his child, please, right now. He said something (sighs) to the effect of like, no, it wasn't his he got son. Pussy, he got pussy-eating lips. He saw his son's friend. child friend. Got pussy-eating lips, right? J. Bolin just said it. What'd he say? 
He told him that his lips his lips were real nice and real good for eating pussy. That wow. they look real big and soft. So that's how you talking to uh, uh, Maya. You sexualizing a young ass child like that? But did yeah. he also say something like, like, like he gave his son pussy on his birthday or something? He's always doing something homoerotic and he's so dumb he doesn't even realize it. Do you know the first time I ever heard of a booty bump was him from him? I had never heard of that before. He was bragging, talking about, yeah, he put um, either cocaine or something in some girl's asshole. Yeah. Ooh, work. And it numbs it. Yeah. Ooh, work. He's the first person I ever heard talk about that. <laughs> she was turning. Who was that cunt? She Who's turned that in. She turned it. Who's that eating that nasty food? <laughs> <laughs> that crunchy nigger bitch makes my fucking neck itch. <laughs> <laughs> Really, oh but Ruthie is always obsessed with with LGBT lifestyle. He He's always sure obsessed is. with the gays. Like it's like anytime that something is mentioned about the gays, he, he got to online and say something. Wasn't he talking about he somebody? Wasn't he talking about um, giving an explanation of a porn scene in jail? No, yes. yeah, he saw some yes. people having sex and went into detail. Mm. So, many, like, so the, you watched the scene. This one was riding this one, and he was hitting it from the back. Ooh, Ooh they nasty. Did he mention the size? <laughs> he did not. No. Because that would be too revealing. <laughs> yeah. That would no, be too revealing. That would be too much. Then they would wow. know. Well, you know what it I've watched like. some 12-inch nigga with veins in a nice cum shot. Oh, Fuck wow. This dude. Yeah, he, he couldn't give all that. Yeah, but he looked at those lips and said what those were. <laughs> okay. Okay. Baby. Ain't got no business talking about no child like that. Kid I'm lips. a victim of that type of talk. I had somebody tell me when I was like 13, you got it some jaws so that's horribly... dick sucking. Wow. <laughs> oh. Really? You're like, you can't go to jail. Yo. You got them dick sucking Emery. jaws. Wow. They were right. <laughs> I'm gagging. She girl. didn't have to tell the truth at such a young age. It was, it was a, a woman? Yeah, she was a, a young woman. Oh, wow. It's one of my favorite Emery stories. <laughs> she was, was, she, was she a peer or a little bit older? She was a peer. What? See? Oh, that's well, the that's uh, the young slut that was getting fucked. <laughs> and they was talking about that Zaya was too young. Well, she oh also... God. She was fucking older men. Exactly. Like 18, 19. Of course she was. Course inappropriate. She was. Inappropriate. Yeah. Her pussy is open these days. Oh, stop it. And she was talking about Goodbye, yours. Marcus. She was talking about yours. She probably wanted to, she's probably a voyeur, a woman voyeur, which oh, is... I love to watch. But a woman voyeur is kind of, you know, kind of like a, you know... A little weird, because I'm A weird. woman voyeur is kind of like, you know... There are some straight women that like to watch gay, gay porn. porn. There's a lot of them. I know, I know one. I know one. I know a few. Yeah, and I There's was like, "Wow, really? Like she really likes when they're but sucking dick." It's actually dick. quite simple. If you are attracted to men and you like everything about a man and what's on a man, why not watch <laughs> two of them together? But why would you want to see one suck another one's dick? Because no. I like dick. <laughs> <laughs> and wow. I like I mean, men. Straight men, straight men get off the two women. Two women, so why not? <clears throat> yeah, but that's kind of a now. Think about it to the effect nope, of like that. we're gay, right? <laughs> when don't we watch that, straight Marcus. porn, are we really looking at? The I didn't say shit, Lindsay. Get when out we my watch mouth. Straight porn, are we looking at the pussy? <laughs> 
No, we're not looking at the. I mean, well. I, listen. I look at listen. I look at how the woman deals with her pussy. I like I like when a woman deals with her pussy a certain way. If I see a woman just letting it be bad, I'm not into that. I like women who kind of play with it while they're getting fucked and stuff too. Like I, I like that kind of got stuff. Some heterosexual tendencies. I like when they treat it. Oh, Actually, I kind of well, agree with Marcus. Well, since since J Bolin is bisexual, why don't you tell us? I kind of agree with Marcus. I, I always tell people I have a little vicarious Mormon living inside me because I'd be into it. Ew. Well, I already told you I'm slightly pan, but I only like it when the woman is dominant or she's in a like a no, I don't a like four no, way, I don't like, like no a dominant. four way or a group session. I'd be like, Ooh. she just got to be cunt. I'm like, she's demanding. <laughs> the woman got to be an accessory. And, and, I like dominant women. <laughs> well, I like literally. Women, I like women that suck a dick. Um, sucking you know, dick is a powerful thing to watch. Yeah, but if you're sucking it too fast or something, I switch. I'm like, why are you sucking that dick? So like you that? know, I, I like the to women that suck the dick and they making churning sounds. <laughs> it actually inspire hearts to swallow. They uh-huh. they be like. <laughs> Oh, you, yeah, but, you don't say. We couldn't tell by the end of the baby. <laughs> is it fucked up? Is it, fu- is it fucked up that I judge people's sex by off of the way they give head? You can. I do. You can. If you can't give head to me, then you can't fuck. But I'm just going to let you know what's real in the world. What? Because I had got some good head from but a that- person with bad butt. Wow. Oh. But I wouldn't sell that head no. Okay. He has but some see, but, yeah. but see, but I've gotten hair from somebody who who always said that they head was so good, but then yo um the booty was amazing were better. Yeah, I don't use. You need both of them oh. to be amazing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Your expectations are high. Yes, they are. Yeah. He is an Aries. He is an Aries. They're passionate. Yeah, the bedroom can't be boring for me. You have, to, you have to surprise me every little bit now, every now and then. Okay, bitch, I'm going to come in with a hook, a patch, well, you, a bandana. Well, I mean, you've already come in with another man in there, so you right. Right. don't need no more. Right. Another man already came in there. That's right. <laughs> Sneaking in your bed. And Sneaking they in your bed, to, bitch. I'm not the best surprise. I'm not the Aries, I'm not the Aries he's talking about. <laughs> Next, we, we went on. We went on a tangent. Next, we, we did. Yeah, what's that? You gave next case. Mm-hmm. Next case. Baby, with your broke ass. With your broke ass. Ha! So let's get on to Harvey Weinstein. Oh, wait a minute. Where's that Azalea Banks read? Because I feel like we can Ooh, use that. We this is the use... perfect read. Pull it up, Pull it J. Up. J. Bowen. Pull, Pull it, up. it up. The read. <laughs> she said. Cause Let's pull up the epic. read for Harvey Weinstein. Because this actually does apply. Okay. Please. <laughs> this actually does apply. Dear wow, Harvey Weinstein. Well, let's, let's start it off with. He actually finally He's got his sentence. He was sentenced to 25 years. He was sentenced for 25 years. Yes. And here is yes, what Azealia sure. Banks has to say about <laughs> white motherfuckers like him. <laughs> you know, there are two types of American white men. The fat and flame blistering red 
pork juice dripping <laughs> kind of white men who think they are charismatic and they are more attractive counterparts. Right. It always smell like Axe, body wash, and garlic. Have gout. <laughs> Screaming. Frequent their local Damn. 7-Eleven. Wow. Then there are the un- unassumingly charming white men with human color skin, visible necks, healthy cholesterol levels, <laughs> and full heads of hair. When I close my eyes and look at Harvey Weinstein and kiss them and smell like sugar cookies, their lips taste like marshmallows. But you, you look like you taste like envelope adhesive and bacon bits. <laughs> bacon bits. Bitch. You would probably burp Slim Jim and oppression into my mouth. Ugh. Rest assured that you never have to worry about an unattractive me hassling you for any FaceTime. Right. Be gone, Elmer Fudd. (laughs) (laughs) Elmer Fudd. It's rabbit season. First of all, I mean, she caught her on the right day. Blistering red, pork juice dripping. That's the one. (laughs) That's the one. She opened up strong. I'm letting you know exactly who you are. A pasty, but the the and garlic and freakingly having gout takes me the fuck out. Wow, not Bebe. gout. I'm over that. I'm so happy his ass is getting sentenced and is locked up. And I, as if 2020 yeah. couldn't get you know worse for you, Harvey. The girls say that he even called Miss Rona up. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, yeah. Harvey done called Miss Rona. I don't know if they gave it to him on purpose or what. <laughs> <laughs> I don't okay. know. If, I don't know if there was a woman guard in there that was giving you know what you're going down today. And I, oh, I mean, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> who knows? But Better late than never. It's, it's a good thing this happened because oh wow, so many people have so much to say about how you know black people go to jail for sexual assault and white people don't. Free mm-hmm. Bill Cosby, free R. Kelly. Ciao-bye. What about Harvey? Now look. Well, there you go. Lock all three of them go. up in the same cell so they can all get Miss Rona. If I can give any critique at all, mm-hmm. any, I would say Harvey's case actually started all of this shit. The like the wave of sexual harassment and people coming forth, if I'm not mistaken, it started the wave of all this shit. For you to be mm-hmm. like the number one, the first person, and actually to be getting sentenced after all of these people, yeah, that's crazy. It took this long, but I'm, I, I'm, baby, I am rejoicing. I'm glad. I'm gagging. He got 25 years. You you think he should have got more? I, no, I thought they would try to give him like five or something. You know how they do. Oh no, bitch. He just des- yeah. He yeah, he deserves it. But um, but what I'm but uh, to me, niggas can shut their mouth now. Um. You know, they did what they had to do, and, you know, he's there. Now he's asking to be moved. He's not having a good time. So, you know, yeah. he's getting what he deserves. He's getting raped. So, he got the Ronas. I mean, life ain't good. Yeah. So this I would is also this. like to say that... Oh, I'm sorry. Go I would ahead. also like to say that in, while he was in court, well, while the trial was going on, a lot of women testified that they didn't even think he had testicles. One of the women <laughs> even thought he was intersex. <laughs> and they had to pull like everybody had to sit there and pass around like and watch as the jurors passed around 
pictures of his genitals. Like, he was humiliated. Yeah, it was really, 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 really for all the naysayers, For all the naysayers, Bill Cosby did not go through that. It was like one there of, was it was like an artificial one looking one. Oh my god! But it was very it was very small, almost like it was a clit. But then it had. Mm-hmm. Oh my yeah. God. Did you see like, the picture? That's called micro penis. I saw the picture. I didn't see it. Mm. Did you see it, Lindsay? I had no interest in pink meat. I have yes. no interest. I have no interest, but I saw it. It was it was going around on Twitter. You know how they do. That would freak me out. And he was a big imposing man. I thought it was a lie, but Six I mean, five. I guess it's not. It's small. Wow. So, so that's part of why he probably was doing some of that shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. have no choice. Yeah. Anybody uh, that would have saw that dick, they would have been like, oh, no, baby, that flaccid. But somehow he impregnated Georgina Chapman <laughs> twice. They have two children. And he has a child with somebody else. Georgina, well, Georgina Chapman, she really shows uh, you what kind of woman she is. Yeah. Let's be real. Literally. Yeah. Gorgeous, beautiful woman. Every time I see a gorgeous woman with a rich old white man. I mean, so many come before her, though. I mean, the first lady of this country, for one. Yeah. And and so many others. Uh Uh-huh. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Enjoy, your, right, enjoy, honey, enjoy yourself. Y'all got anything else to add about <laughs> that <laughs> blistering red pork juice dripping man? <laughs> yes, Jay. No. Jay Bolin Rotten just hell. said it. Rotten no. hell. Rotten, Rotten hell. hell. Rotten hell. Rotten hell. It ain't no better way to sum it up than that. Mm-hmm. Rotten hell. And and rotten hell with Amarosa's voice. <laughs> How about that? And with the Ronas. Oh, wow. Yeah. With Miss Rona. Corona. Miss Rona. I don't, like playing, I'm a, I don't like playing about that, but I'm going to do it for this episode. Go ahead. It is what it is. Listen. Let it be what it be. All right. Mm. Let's get on to our exclusive interview with the one and only, the Vixen. Yeah. Are y'all ready for us to turn up the heats? Because this bitch know how to make it hot. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, didn't she have a little fire look that she won on the season? <laughs> she <before>? did. That's, <laughs> that's exactly yeah. why. Mm-hmm. Yes. And she's a Sagittarius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, mm-hmm. but yeah. And I like Sagittarius women, but some other people on this phone don't. Oh. Bye. Oh. Can we stop? I've had... Two Sagittarian best friends in my life, so shut up. <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't talking about you. It have, wasn't even about you. Right, right. Oh, well, you like, I know you're not talking to me. I always keep a Sagittarius with me somehow. Oh, okay. That's what you get into that. We all do. Okay. Do I not, Emery, bitch? You know that. Well, that's true. <laughs> Next. Anyway. Hmm, we're back. Ooh. Oh my God, this is such a, an amazing moment. So this is <laughs> our first ever guest on the Hard to Swallow podcast. Yeah. And you know, it's no better way to break it in, lube up and break it in than with our special guest today, <laughs> the Vixen. Yes! <laughs> All right, oh, Wow, yeah! <laughs> Creator, producer, drag queen, artist, mm. rapper, mm. artist all around, the Vixen. How hey. are you, Vixen? 
I'm Welcome. Good. All things considered, I'm scratching and surviving, you know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Are you in quarantine? I'm here in New Orleans with my mom. We got, you know, oh, we're right. at a... We got a swimming pool, 80-degree weather. It's the best place you could ever be quarantined if you want to be held uh, up. Yeah. Oh, well, lucky you, because it's slowing. We do, doing good. Fabulous. Lucky you, because it's snowing back home, child. They trying us. Ooh, is I it really snowing? Just in time. I got yes, it is snowing. It's like, girl, we already not going nowhere. We quarantined. You didn't need to add the snow into this shit, too. It's Why snowing. Oh, nasty my God. About <laughs> well, the vixen is where you know the hot weather and the pools are. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Real crazy. You know, Chicago, it could go left real fast. I was like, let me go somewhere nice and tranquil. And so it's a lot more relaxed down here, but we still staying safe and everything. So, how Good. are you feeling about everything that's going on? I know it can be a little scary. The world is going crazy. they gagging over Mr. COVID 19. You know, I think Drake once said, I'm upset. (laughs) (laughs) But outside of spending time with your mom, which I'm sure is wonderful, everyone's quarantined. What are you doing to pass the time? Well, one, I'm trying to think of like, how can I make money from the house? First of all, right? That's a good (laughs) one. That's like, I think everybody thinking about that right now. Um, So, you know, I went ahead and was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I always wanted to do it. I finally did it. I launched my fans page uh, yesterday, which was really fun and like kind of excited because like I'm just an open kind of person. So to be able to like share more of myself with like the public is really freeing. And it's been like really cool to just like not have to, I, you know, like, you know, and me and me and Emery go way back. You know, I like to party. I like to have a good time. And it's just like to be able to share more of that with like the people and to be like, yeah, I thought I was a freak. Now you know I'm a freak. Like, okay. Work, twerk. So just try to like have fun with it and like you know rake in some money while I'm stuck in the house is like really really nice and just um. Like I said, I'm the type of person, I'm the type of drag queen who always makes their own stuff, but mm-hmm. um, usually I don't have the time to do what I like to do. Now that I'm home, I'm like sewing, I'm brushing wigs, I'm washing some wigs out, I'm going to curl some weave, you know, try to like come back. <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, like, some weed. Because I, I feel okay. like once, okay. once this quarantine is over, if the quarantine is over and the drag queens come out looking busted, they ain't got no excuse. You had, you had a month <laughs> okay. to get your you, you better be fly as fuck when you come out, right? Okay. So I'm trying to be fly when I, when I come back on the scene. Right. Yes. Yes. Okay. When you pop out. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You might want to make some more music. Like, I, so I'm just going to go back. When I first even met you, I was like, this bitch is like extremely creative. Like, I met her. We did a photo shoot together and she like conceptualized the whole thing. Like, you do this. You wear that. You know, we're going to do that. And I was like, <laughs> and she was so young. I was like, how does she know everything you do? And we're not that far apart in age. Right. So I'm like, she's such yeah. a great leader. And, um, and then... I saw you in the cocky video with Shea Coulee. And I was like, Yeah. I'm just gonna call the thing and thing and say that you were the best part of that video. Yes. <laughs> and, and nobody can take my opinion. That's my opinion. Right. Okay. So can we expect any new music from you? Because we deserve it. 
you do deserve it. You do deserve it. Baby, we deserve. Baby, we deserve. We deserve to be loved. We deserve to hear Vixen's music, honey. We deserve. Oh, my gosh. Y'all are too, like, I, like, I've, honestly, I've been since before season 10 of Drag Race was announced. I've been in the studio. I'm such a perfectionist when it comes to music because, like, mm-hmm. you know, it's a lot of drag queens about music and it'd be very wishy-washy. So I try to, like, mm-hmm. make sure that out there. I try. So I've been working on music and been in the studio for the last two years. So what I want to do is I'm, I got a Patreon set up. I'm going to start releasing some sneak peeks to my album. The album is called Commercial Break. It's not out yet, but, it's, you know, I'm um, pause until this because I can't go back into the studio mm-hmm. but I want to get some speaks and let people know what's coming mm-hmm. and kind of like you know give a taste because I know people really people like really happy because it's something that I've been since right. I was little and uh, like honestly like, I started drag because I always wanted to be a performer mm-hmm. and drag just happened to be the way that I became able to like really sell it and so like and it's, mm-hmm. to to like now take my music and do it in drag is just holding that level. And so I, I'm very, like, you know, like you say, I'm sensitive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. So I'm looking forward to, like, putting stuff out, but I always, I'm very careful about the music that I put out because I also, I've, I'm like, I'm, I'm in New Orleans right now. My family's from New Orleans. I feel very superstitious about music, too. Like, a lot of times... I'll write a song, like I put out a song called Tea Party, and I wrote mm-hmm. the song when I was 21. I wrote the song one, and it was talking about being up in the club and being this bad bitch and all this <laughs> shit. I didn't know what the fuck I was talking about. I right. really didn't know what the hell. I hadn't been to a club or nothing. But now when I released the song, <laughs> I the song when, I was 20, when I was 28, mm-hmm. everything about the song fits so perfectly into like what my life is today. I'm like, see, that's why you gotta be careful what you talk about and what the words you uh-huh, you like manifested it. that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's like so I don't I don't I be real careful about putting I don't try to make no sad songs because you fuck around ruin your life. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> no, you gotta be responsible. Positive energy and like yeah, so so I'm careful about it, but I do I'm getting to share stuff with people. So I'm gonna do a Patreon and like allow people to see some stuff. I'm gonna do some at home videos. I'm gonna be performing some of this stuff so people can get a taste of what the album's gonna be like. That's cool. So, so what inspires you though, as musically, artistically? Artistically, I always I'm like if I say I say this all the time. If I could be purple all the time, I would like I being like alien creature you know just as creative to the max of my look you know like i run black girl magic so i gotta represent i I try to keep the brown skin as often as possible but Mm -hmm. i love going into the fantasy and doing like doing like high drag and like spending three days on a costume and spending 12 hours on your makeup and so like i love Mm -hmm. going like crazy deep and Mm -hmm. stuff and so, like, that's what I'm going to... I'm going to take advantage of this quarantine time and just, like, make as much art as possible. Uh, musically, what inspires me is really good rappers. Like, I love Lil Wayne. I love Young Money Music. I love Lauryn Hill. I love rappers that are oh, so yes. good. So, okay. Like, and I love, like, like, a double entendre, like, a triple entendre. When somebody say something that could mean 12 different things, like, yeah. I'm always trying to one-liners yeah. in that, like, make you think and, like, 
it might sound like talking about something today, but then 10 years later, you're going to hear it and be like, oh, that's what she meant. Like, that's what <laughs> I really try right. to like be really, really, really profound with the with the messages and stuff. So, so you, you like know, quality. It's, it's all about being a perfectionist. Yeah, quality. Because it's, uh, quality. You know, it's a lot of people putting a quantity, but quality lasts forever. So, like. Absolutely. Y'all hear that? Take that with y'all. Quality. Write it on your notebooks. <laughs> quality is important. Yeah. Yeah. Quality is very important. Yeah, yeah. Quality. Now, I, I feel like it's a, it's a lot of artists that put out mm-hmm. songs that you know, they might put out 10 songs a year, 20 songs in one year, but you won't remember them tomorrow. Like you know, who? Like, Cocky Ooh. came out three years ago. <laughs> Goodbye, Marcus. Like Bye, who? Marcus. Marcus. Oh, sorry. Goodbye. Well, like, like who? <laughs> Like who? <laughs> Goodbye. Sorry. <laughs> Fuck all that. Oh, I don't got a name name. There's too many names. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Okay. So Ooh. what I'll say, you are obviously creative. I've seen you create something from nothing. But outside of that, you have a tremendous mind. You speak your mind and you're not scared to do that. And one of the things I recently discovered was you being vocal about um, RuPaul Drag Race Queens of the recent season of season 12, how a lot of the people of color on that season had not received verified badges. Yeah. And you were one of the first people I've seen with who's been on the season to speak up about it. Can you tell me why that's important for you to always speak up? It's so tough. Like, I I can't even lie. Like, season... So, I was on season 10. Then then came, you know, Drag Race UK, season 11, uh, All Stars. I could not... Like, I really could not even watch because I get... I'm, like, I'm so passionate about my own craft and then, like, having been through that experience, like, watching the show really, really, like... It's triggering to rewatch that after you've been through it. So, I took a break and I really didn't watch the show for a couple... For, I guess, the last few years I haven't watched, so... I, Finally, I knew a lot of girls on season 12, so I was like, let me watch. But it is hard to see going through this and, like, working, for tw- working twice as hard for half as much. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For 10, was it really because, you know, we had just got on VH1, everything blew up. We got treated good. I, I didn't have oh, a hard yeah. time getting verified. I didn't ask them. I didn't get verified, but it just happened. You know what I mean? So you got... The first two episodes, you got black queens winning. All these black queens are displaying such excellence, stuff like that. But they not verified on Twitter. They're not getting important. And a lot of people don't understand why it's important to be verified. When mm-hmm. you're verified, one, if somebody's... Because when you get announced as a drag race queen, all these other pages start to happen. Like, people put on, like... They'll put your name as their page, but they'll, like, change mm-hmm. one letter and stuff like that. So it's hard to know, like, who the real page is and who the real artist is. If you don't have that blue check mark next to your name, but also especially on Twitter, like say if because I'm verified, if I like something to Mariah Carey's, it's a it's a tab on Mariah Carey's page where she can look at only verified stuff, and she might see my page before anybody else's because I'm also verified, mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff creates opportunities for you. Like I've worked with some of my favorite, you know, black queer artists because of being verified, like Jabuki and Keenan. Lonsdale because we verified so they got to like see that I was talking about them and that I admired their work and that created uh-huh. opportunity for me. So it's very important to be verified because it leads to greater things. Um, you know, I worked with the Obama Foundation and all of these things because I've been, you know, I've got that certification. 
So yeah. I I want my I want my season twelve queens to have it too, especially like the black queens this season. Jada, Heidi, Widow, those are all girls that I've worked with that I know they are excellent and they are like really really fierce, and so they deserve everything. Oh, <laughs> I love that. Come on, Jada. Yeah. Come on, Jada. Jada. Give Jada the crown. I'm sorry. I love I yes. love everybody, but give Jada the damn crown. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and and I appreciate you for doing that because somebody has to say something. And literally moments after people made all of this backlash, they got verified badges. At least. Yeah. 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 Somebody did, I think. I think Jada did. No. Was it not? Yeah. yeah. Maybe on Instagram, but I haven't seen on Twitter the girls get and like and not to leave out, also Dahlia Sin hasn't been verified. Yeah, Jackie she has who's Persian. It's like so basically everybody except the pure are willing to be verified. So I think it really does it says something to the community, you know, like you don't it have does. to be blatantly racist, but like it, but it sends a message. It's like why are the people of color the ones that have to wait? You know, and that, that does send a message. It makes people feel away. Yeah, and that makes yep. me bring. Let's bring us to this next topic of you've created the Black Girl Magic um, concert that yeah. you do. Um, and so, is that what brought about that? And what is that about? Black Black Girl Magic started in Chicago with all the Black queens that were working in Chicago, realizing that we had never worked together <laughs> because uh, you would have a show and it would be like maybe five or six white queens and there'd be one black queen at the bottom of the poster. But then you come to the show and the black queen is the one who's turning it out. She's doing the stunts and shows. She's the one you really came to see because she's going to give all the drama. And so we decided that we wanted to work together. So me, I started hosting shows. Shay started hosting shows. Lucy Stool started hosting our own shows. And so we took that power and used it to bring each other together. And once we started doing shows together, we realized that if you put all of these queens who were designed to be showstoppers in one show that you got a nonstop showstopping show, then that's the show that you really want to see. So we finally started doing it on purpose. And Black Girl, we like the first time I even announced that we were going to do a show, I didn't say the name yet. And people were just like, oh, this has got to be Black Girl Magic. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, well, we're going to go with that. And the show was so packed. The mm. energy was so mm-hmm. crazy because it's one when you go to a show and you know that people are there to see you, that's great. But when you come to a show and the whole cast is black and you know everybody in the audience is there to celebrate you, not just because you fear, they celebrate you because you're black. It's like right. a whole nother experience. And so I can't, like, every time I tell a different nightclub or a promoter about it, it's so hard to explain because the energy in the room is something you can't, you can't buy, you can't bottle it. But to know that you're there to celebrate blackness and to acknowledge the magic that black people bring to the community is so, so special. And it just, Black Girl Magic is the best part of my month every And you know, Bixen, I'm really happy that you do this Black Girl Magic show and that you have this opinion because it's been said that RuPaul for himself kind of promotes this idea that black drag queens and people as a whole have to chase after white acceptance. And you've been very vocal against that. So do you still hold those same beliefs? Oh, absolutely. I can give a fuck what white people think about me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, there we go. A girl after okay. my own heart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amen. I mean, it's it's sad, but it's true. It's like 
a lot of the times, you know, like to make it in this world, you do have to, you have to pander to white audiences. You have to do, you know, like what is going to be likable for white audiences and shit like that. And, you know, like if I was a more strategic bitch back in the day, maybe that's what I would have did on season 10, but I just wasn't feeling that type of way at the time. So, <laughs> so right. here we are. And, um, you know, but I'm actually, I'm really, I'm proud of myself for being able to stick to my guns when it came to that. And, you know, it's like I've like put myself in this box to where I can't even now I couldn't even get away with being phony if I tried, you know, like if I tried to do something that wasn't authentic, people would know instantly that I was Mm -hmm. like faking the funk, which is good because it keeps me on my toes and makes me stay authentic. So now I just try to, you know, try to, you know, like everywhere I can't change the whole world, but I could at least create spaces where black people can feel comfortable to be themselves. And so that's what I try to do with Black Girl Magic now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and with such a racist fan base that the RuPaul Drag Race fans can be, I'm glad wow. that you that way. Surprisingly, like she's the vixen is uncompromising. It's like, well, bitch, this is what I'm given, and if you don't like it, then oh well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, is yeah. there any progress with you and RuPaul's relationship, or are you just like whatever? You know, I I don't know how RuPaul feels about me personally, but I think um, you know. Drag Race and World of Wonder and, like, the company as a whole has been very cordial. You know, I think they still recognize that I'm, like, a part of Drag Race history and that Mm -hmm. I got them good ratings and stuff like that. So, you know, like, they they reached out. They sent me, you know, like, Christmas presents. I was was scheduled to be at DragCon LA before it got canceled because of Corona and stuff like that. So I think that there's no, like, super hard feelings i think they are probably a little bit cautious about you know like i mean i'm still invited to the cookout they probably just won't let me take the <laughs> so i think it's uh, yes it's in a good place i think you know like they might not admit it publicly but they recognize that like i added to the culture of drag race and so i'm i'm glad for that and I just want to say besides yeah. all that i also think that you woke RuPaul up a little bit in front of everybody, which, you know, was refreshing. <laughs> yeah. It's groundbreaking. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, now when I watch new seasons, you can definitely tell that because I was there, they are more, they have to think about what they say and how they say. Even if they don't do it right, you can tell that they're doing things differently because I existed. And so I'm I'm proud of that. I can tell that I've definitely left a mark on the situation. So that's good. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, what are your thoughts on the new girls of season twelve? Nope. <laughs> Do you have any favorites? Do you like what you see? You know, I'm mm-hmm. always I'm I'm rooting for everybody black, rooting for everybody black. <laughs> okay, <laughs> of course. Uh, but I'm but I think it's a really it's a really cool season. I got to meet Gigi Good right before they got announced. I've been friends yeah. with Dahlia Sin for a long time. Uh, there's a lot of girls that I just think are stunning in so many ways. And so I'm looking forward to seeing how the season is going to play out. I'm, you know, I'm, I can't imagine a world where Jada Essence Hall doesn't deserve all the things. I think, you know, Nikki Doll is very fun. Gigi Good is very fun. Rock'em Sakura deserves better. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crystal Method, I think she's fierce. Uh, I can't understand how Rue 
has a problem with the name Heidi and Closet, but doesn't have a problem with the name Crystal Method. But that's a story for Wow, day. yeah, absolutely. You know, it's just... But, and see, that's the type of thing that, like, made me weary about watching the show again because I don't want to, like, I don't want to make my career about policing drag race and making sure that it's not problematic. Like, that's not, it's not my job to keep drag race on his toes for the rest of my life. That's not what I signed up to do. <laughs> well, no, let's but, take it there. Let's take it there. So you said you have, <laughs> you have a problem with the name Crystal Method. Is it because it makes it like a mockery or joke at the Crystal Meth well, epidemic? Not at all. I don't have a problem with it, but I think, I think it's very, like, imagine going on the show and your name is Heidi in Closet mm-hmm. and hearing RuPaul say, and hearing RuPaul say, I just can't say that name. I'm never saying that name. Like, that's got to be a blow in your gut. Yeah. But then you got names, yeah. you got names like Sharing Needles and Crystal Method, and that's okay. Like, how does that fly? But Heidi and Clyde, you know, like it's. I think a lot of times the show's morals get real wishy washy, and stuff like that just makes my skin crawl. I can't. But okay, anywho. point taken. <laughs> I, yeah, point it's a taken. valid critique. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so scared. I'm stunned. No, of course, <laughs> always. She's she's intelligent. She's a lady. <laughs> yes. Okay, but so uh, uh, let's call the elephant out in the room. Um, we have <laughs> Sherry Shepherd Pie on this. <laughs> on this <laughs> we have her on season twelve of Drag Race. Shepherd Pie, darling. Sherry Shepherd. Wow. Sherry Shepard, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that that's a good one. But um, so she's obviously been called out for her predatory ways with you know catfishing and casting calls yeah. that were not what they said they were going to be, <laughs> and make people do things that they weren't wouldn't have done if they if she was really who she says she was, like jerk off. But, oh, you have to say it. Yeah. But, Disgusting. What are your thoughts on how VH1 are handling it with removing her and like some clips and not talking about her on, on Fashion Photo Review? I mean, I guess they're trying to make the best of a bad situation. You know, like I what I can't really understand is, you know, we all have to go through a psych evaluation. And I'm like, how did none of this come up in the psych evaluation? Like, mm-hmm. you know, like. Even sometimes when they show like her boy interviews, I'm like, that's a creep. How you don't, that's a creep. Y'all don't see that's a creep. That's creepy as hell. (laughs) 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 Wow. Um, But, but to be fair, I judged Sherry Pie in a contest maybe about two years ago and she won the contest. And so I didn't see her out of drag. I don't know her personal life, but Mm. you know, like, like, the sad part is sometimes you could be a talented queen and you could just have like a dark secret. And so it's yeah. the truth. So, and I understand the show like is there because if they were to edit around her or try to edit her out of the show, I think they would probably lose a lot of storyline for the other girls too. So that's why they're trying to like do it as best they can. It is, it's shitty because it's like, how can you, and you can tell from the way that the show is, the first couple ed- episodes are, that they thought that she was the shit. They liked her. She had a lot right. of talking yeah. time. She had camera time. So I think they are very blindsided by it. It's awkward as fuck, is what it it's is. It's very awkward. <laughs> I, and I, yeah, Watching like it said, is awkward. Watching queen. it is weird. Yeah. yeah. I think it's even worse on Fashion Photo Review and on... Um, What's the one that comes on for VH1 that Bob is hosting? Oh, the um the the pip 
the pit stop. The pit stop. The pit stop is awkward for real. They don't even mention her like name. No mention of her at all. Okay, it's like, but I, I kind of wish that they, I kind of wish that they could just make her like a blurry ghost in the episode. Like, just don't even show her. Face I would scream. Just, just like, <laughs> like imagine she <laughs> was just a blurry, just a shadow in the room every time. Yeah, they didn't say it, but do you think that she makes the top four? They didn't say it, but they did say that she wouldn't be in the finale. So. I don't yeah. know. That's eluding. There you go. That's Based eluding. on her progress, though, do you think that she possibly made it? It seems like they really liked her. It seems like they thought that she was uh, someone to beat. But the, the t- it's very tough to call it because the girls are like, this is a really good season of girls. And so it's like, you could, I could possibly see so many different combinations of girls making it to the top. So wow, you think definitely. so? you feel away (laughs) I know I just uh, to me it's kind of clear I like I like Jada Essence Hall I like Gigi and I like I mean I like Von Du also but I think that you know Mm -hmm. and then um, Crystal Method I think I think those are the standout ones for me and okay you know me if I had to go ahead if I had to bet money, I would say that Sherry and Jada are definitely in the top four. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. De- those two are definitely in the top four. I don't know the other two, <clears throat> but I am 100% positive that Sherry Pie and Jada Essen Hall are in the top I four. I don't feel like they would have <laughs> need to make an announcement if she was not in the top four. Kind of. Right. Yeah, true. Right. They would have let her get eliminated third and just kept moving about their business. But yeah. 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 Okay. I think... I think when you look at the show, they kind of have a pretty standard formula for who makes it to the top. You're going to have a black queen that's probably tied to a pageant or something like that. So, Jada, <laughs> you're going to have, you you're know gonna have a, a white girl that's a big girl that's kind of the underdog. <laughs> so there you go, <laughs> Goodbye. Are you saying that she's the Nina West of this season? Uh- the, the Nino West, the Ginger Man. The, you know, you pick one. The Eureka. <laughs> you gonna have the you gonna have the white girl who seems like she's had everything handed to her, but she's still fierce. So you got your Gigi good, right. or you got your Nikki doll. You never know which one it might be, but I think it's gonna be Gigi. Uh, yeah, um, I think it's Nikki be Gigi. is the um the, the Miss Fame of this season. To me, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I see that. It was like when you had Violet and Miss Fame at the same time. Yes. You get yeah. it. You get the comparison. Yeah, I see that. So I, I want that. I want to ask a question because while we're on Drag Race, because I always do this to you guys, so I wanted to do it to Vixen too. I want to know your top three. If you need to say four, fine. But of all <laughs> of all time, please. What are your favorites of all times? Yeah, her favorites of all time. Of all time? Yeah, because I know my Ooh. list. So I want to know. I want to know. That's, That's so not, hard. Well, I mean, you all have your favorites. So right. Yeah. I do. I know well, Tyra Sanchez know, is in there. You know Tyra Sanchez. You already know Tyra. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Tough. Okay, but see, that's hard because then I got my Chicago Queens that I can't forget. Like, okay, so, all right, so I'm gonna take myself out of the equation just yes, to be please. like, just to, just to make room. I'm gonna take myself out of the equation. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then you gotta have Shea Coule. Yeah. Just like who, like somebody who like played the game the way they wanted it to be played, and still gave you black excellence. Like gotta have Shay, Tyra, 
I feel mm-hmm. like Lanesha Sparks is super underrated. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, okay, one more. Okay, if that was three, that was three. But one more. Yeah. Right. I think Dita will forgive me if I don't put her in it. Okay. <laughs> Look, I, oh. I think, I think she'll forgive me. I think she'll forgive me. I think Dita. <laughs> I think Dita Ritz right now. Dita Ritz. Dita okay. Ritz already was top five, but I think you throw Dita Ritz back in the in the game now. It'll be a whole mm. different time. Y'all be real funny. Yeah. Because Dita, Dita, Dita's one of those drag queens make things kind of girls that you can't sleep on. Honestly, um, to this day, I still watch that lip sync battle of um, this will be. This, this will be, yeah. That was D- so good. Dita Ritz is unsung, I think. That yeah, lip sync battle is hero. iconic to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, thank you. Well, yeah, I'll leave it at that. We'll <laughs> leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. Yeah. yeah, I like that. So, okay, you've already said who are your top three ever. If you could be on any season of RuPaul's Drag oh. Race outside of your own, which season would you be on? Oh, I really would have. I would have liked to be on season nine because when you think about it, season nine was very. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't want to. You know, like oh, did I offend you? I didn't mean to. So imagine my evil ass. Okay, turning it. I think I would have really shook up the party for season nine. <laughs> not evil, determined. <laughs> no, not evil, but you know, determined. That's how they see. It. That's how they see. I saw you as determined, like determined. I I feel like when you came on, you just wanted to make not only your presence known, but you also, you know, were there to. You weren't there to coddle people. You were there to win, and I admired yeah. that. And part of it was, you know, Shay, Shay's my girl. And, like, the way that her experience went, I kind of came on with a vengeance. I was mad at how mm-hmm. he did my girl. You know, I had, mm-hmm. I had... It was like somebody beat up my little cousin, and I came to the school with a bat. Like, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Again. And you know what? What's crazy is it wasn't that Drag Race wasn't ready for um, the Vixen. The world wasn't ready for the Vixen. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Because yeah. when I tell them, I mean, everybody know I'm pro-black as fuck. And so when the Vixen showed up on set saying what she was saying on reality television, it was I was insane. like, I was blown. That argument with, and I know that you and Aquaria are good now and that's all fine. But in the moment <laughs> that that scene happened, I was like, you couldn't have hit it on the money more. Yeah. Okay. That yeah. shit was so on point and I Thank you for that. But well, speaking thank of, you. No, well, that, speaking of your altercations, though, yeah. I have a question. Okay. How did you keep your cool with Eureka taking off her hat, proceeding to walk across the room near you and clapping those ill-fitted nails in your face? Because <laughs> the inner, the inner south side of me was screaming at the TV screen because I probably would have had to work her out real quick. Oh my she's god. She's a big you... girl. She's tall. She's imposing. And then you're walking up on me aggressively. Like I was proud of you for not swinging. Oh, see, because and you first of all, you sound just like my mama. My mama was convinced that I was about to steal off that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you were. But... I saw it in your body language. <laughs> But see, what y'all couldn't see was the 10 security guards that had ran from every corner of the studio 
to like literally like we're we're going at it and like it was just like people was just coming out of the woodwork behind the camera. Like right. you could tell that they just was waiting for me to they just knew that I was gonna punch the bitch. So like so I was like, I'm never I'm never gonna give them what they want because because right. had I hit her, then I would have been that would have been the whole story. I would have been the one in the wrong for the rest of Drag Race history. They would have, you know, like that would have gave them exactly what they wanted. And I'm smart. Right. 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 And to be clear, you've Ooh, never you, seen you your fight on RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> you've yeah. never seen I, the fight on RuPaul's You know RuPaul's what? It's, it's on VH1 now. I think we're not too far. We're, better, we're probably one season away from somebody taking it on the chin. <laughs> Good. Listen, sometimes things happen. Sometimes, I wouldn't judge yeah. at all. Hey, and I mean, hey, if they so hell been on like keeping the show as like all men and shit like that, why not throw it for somebody? Uh, throw a drink at least, right? Back in the day, Shangela threw drinks. Why not? Yeah, she Shangela did. Drink. Yeah. No, that's a automatically. Yeah. She you throw did. a drink on me, you getting your ass beat. That's a given. <laughs> I have. A question. Okay. It's kind of two-parted. Now, I, you know, we've already discussed like RuPaul and his sort of like, I don't know, problematic way of being. What now before you um auditioned for for RuPaul's drag race, like did you have any expect expectations when you finally got there? I mean, were you expecting him to be a mentor? Were you expecting certain treatment from him because you were black? Because I, you know, I listened to his podcast. I listened to the, um, what's the tea, right? Yeah, I yes, I listened to it a lot, and I kind of gotten a sense of who he is and how he thinks and how he's never going to change and how he's never going to change, and he's an older man. And he's gotten where he's gotten because he did it himself and he prides himself on that. And I feel like he places this tremendous burden on black queens to make it by themselves because he did it that way. So my question to you once again was, were you expecting anything when you first, like, when you found out you were accepted, when you found out you made it to the show, like, did you expect anything from him personally? I think because I, you know, like I, I knew a bit about like how reality TV goes. I had heard that Rue was like a little distant with the queens and wasn't very much like, wasn't like a nurturer. But what I did expect was, you know, being a, a paper bag shaded queen and like, you know, like being like a thin queen, like mm -hmm. having like having the image and the cards that I was dealt. I kind right. of expected at some point that Rue would see himself in me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I was like, like, I think our Denim and Diamonds runway was the only time that I wore blonde hair on the runway. Mm -hmm. And I even, like, kind of tried to, like, you know, I had on a mermaid gown. I tried to do, like, the little RuPaul mannerisms. And it just, like, went, washed right over him. Like, he didn't, it didn't recognize, it didn't register for him that he, that I was trying to. Channeling like, him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that kind of in later episodes and in later moments kind of became the thing is like part of what made me feisty and what made me want to do drag was what I had seen from earlier versions and earlier eras mm -hmm. of RuPaul. And the issue kind of became that Ru didn't see me as a product of their work. 
And so I think that definitely was a shocker and um, led to some issues because, like, it's like if you recognize that, like, we both had to go through the same things, why aren't you trying to make it easy? Why are you making me jump through the same hoops that you jumped through? You know are I mean? you like, are you disappointed by that? I was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I've, uh, you know, it's the world that I've learned to live in now. But, yeah, I was definitely... Um, it's like uh, it's like it's a performing and like being on stage and like being on TV and all of that stuff is a mm-hmm. dream that I've had my whole life. So to get to the door and then realize that I actually never mind, don't want to be a part of that. Nope, not worth it. Like that's mm-hmm. a real it's a real blow to like to like to like reach your life's dream and then realize that you don't want it. <laughs> wow. <Right>. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I know. Wow. Not, and like, not even to say that, like, I can't have it because I could have made all of these decisions and all mm-hmm. of the um, compromises that the other queens made and like kissed ass and mm-hmm. shut up. And, you know, I could have done all of those things, but just the person that I became as I grew up just didn't allow for that. And so, like, to get to the top of the mountain and then realize, oh, this is not worth it. I don't want to do this. That was the hard part for me was to be mm-hmm. like, not that, not that I couldn't get it. It was, it was still available to me, but it was like, I would have to like give up so much of my beliefs to be a part of this right. thing that I thought I wanted. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and know, how long did it take you to reconcile all of that? I'm sorry, but I'm just no, interested no, I'm, now. <laughs> I mean, I think it's something that I deal with every day is, you know, like trying to like, balance the life that I wanted with the life that I have and like understanding mm-hmm. that I I am grateful for the things that I have and I am grateful for the choices that I made but it's it's very clear now that it's not going to be a piece of cake <laughs> and so yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know it's like and it's like I'm reminded every day that had I just shut my mouth here or had I just been you know a little bit more nicer palatable that, yeah that is yes. that I that shit might be sweeter, but you know what? But it might be sweeter for me, but it wouldn't have been as good for the other people that I made a big difference with. Well, I'll be the mm. first to say fuck that shit because you have yeah. a large following. <laughs> right. You have a large following. You have black people, especially that really identify with who you are and what you represented on that show. Okay. Yeah. Because Thank what you, you did was very important. Now, I do want to ask you this. Do you have any, like, 30-second message to anyone, whether it be a group of people or whether it be to RuPaul or whether it just be to any celebrity at all? Do you have any message to give to anybody that you want to get off your breastplate? (laughs) (laughs) A read, if you will. A read, if you will. (laughs) It don't have to be a read. It just has to be something you want to get off your breastplate. Or any subliminals. Swallow them! (laughs) (laughs) You know, I would say, and this is is kind of a blanket statement, but I do think that people need to hear it, is a lot of times I see young, white, attractive people, you know, playing by the rules, keeping their mouths shut, you know, playing it safe, not speaking up for minorities and stuff like that. It's like, don't y'all realize y'all already have the world at your feet. You're going to be fine no matter what. Ooh. Like, you know, like I watched, I against my will, I watched the Taylor Swift documentary where she was afraid to speak up about stuff like that. And it was like, 
you are already queen, bitch, HBIC. You own the fucking world. To own your power, own your shit, and do something with it. You know what I mean? Like, stop and pretending that you don't have all the privilege in the world <laughs> and use that privilege to do something good. You know Thank what I mean? You. Like, yes. Yeah. Uh, all right. That's own hard. your shit. It may be hard. To, <laughs> it may be hard to swallow, but you know. Yeah. Swallow it. Taylor, if you're listening, <laughs> oh. take heed. Own your shit. Own it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, a lot, and don't get me wrong, I have white friends now, and a lot of times when they get nervous or anxiety and shit like that, I have to slap them and wake them up. I'm like, bitch, you will be fine. You will always be fine. <laughs> you will always be fine. Right. You will like, always calm down. land on your feet. Mm-hmm. Right. You will fail up every time. You so will always have a titty to suck. Right. right. There will always be somebody willing to pay you. Will it, so. will it be Latrice's? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. She's got enough titty for everybody. Right. Everyone. And she, and she definitely be letting what's her name lay Manila. up un- lay up under it. Manila. Okay. Goodbye. Oh, that's, <laughs> oh, man. that's her bid. Yeah. That's her bid. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Uh, um, I can't be the only one that's sitting here saying. I'm just so proud of the Vixen. Yeah. And you yes. are just, you're amazing. And I just knew I had to interview you because um, I know I don't give a fuck and I know you definitely don't give a fuck about the perceptions that people have about you. <laughs> but I think that as of today, they probably learned a bit more about yeah. who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm so glad. Absolutely. Oh, wait, wait. I have one more question. Is All Star still off the table? You know what? Because I'm you once kinda... said you wouldn't do it. She did I say that. To, I definitely said that. And I think at the time, especially right after Drag Race, it was way too soon. You know, like, my emotions were still too raw. I was, like, still, like, licking my wounds in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think now I think now, if I was to go on, I would know what I was getting myself into a little bit because you never really know. Because they do it! Yeah, do it. But <laughs> I, would love to, I would love to see it, to be honest. I really would. I think that... I kind of like growth as an artist. Yeah, but I think even more than just like for me, I think I I would like to do it for the fans and to like let them experience experience seeing me one being maybe more strategic. Mm -hmm. You know, like I think I I think I made my point. I made my point last playing the game. Let me correct Mm -hmm. my statement. Do it on your terms. Yeah, I think it would be cool to see me like. The funny. This is the this is the main reason I want to go back on is to be able to for somebody to say something slick to me and me to be like, "You seem very upset." (laughs) (laughs) I think that would be the funniest shit in the world. Just passive aggressive as fuck. I think that would be hilarious. Yeah, I would love to see you on there. Perfect. It's perfect. I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. so entertained. And thank you. Thank thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. For being <laughs> who you. you are all the time, 24-7, and interviewing with us at Hard to Swallow Podcast. Oh, thank you. Yes. You are yeah. definitely yeah. hard to thank swallow. Thank you so much. Yes. <laughs> yes, you are hard to swallow. <laughs> <laughs> Check Thank him out so on much. OnlyFans. Oh, yeah. Yeah. OnlyFans. <laughs> it's Tony Untucked at OnlyFans.com slash Untucked Tony. Untucked Tony. Yes. Untucked Tony. And we can follow her at The Vixen's World on Instagram and Twitter. Yes. 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 Yes
Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yes, thank you. Thank Vixen. you so much. Thank, thank you. you. And it's been a blast. Mm. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Getting some hit. Yes. I just hit a lick with the box. I <laughs> <laughs> yes. put the stick in a box. Um, Ooh. I, I pull up I, the whole damn seal. Mm. I get lazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That note, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that note. <laughs> that note. <Ooh>, yeah. <laughs> That note was lazy, honey. Y'all can't. Bitch, y'all not gonna do the vocal. Okay. I'm the vocal mm. biblioteca. <laughs> bitch, don't do the it. Bar. Yeah, okay. The vocal biblioteca. Okay. Listen here, listen here, Brandy. No good. We not interested. Move on. <laughs> don't do it, baby. Mm-mm. I am Moneka. Bitch, what you thought? <laughs> Moneka. Moneka. Oh, yeah. I like the sound of that. <laughs> Moneka. Moneka. <laughs> okay. And he never meant he never meant to cause y'all no pain. Just one of these days. Got my throat real wet. Oh yeah. Just one of these days. Bitch bye. Bitch fucking bye. Can't take it. Right. Ooh. Now this little delicious specimen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He obviously deserves some motherfucking neck from (laughs) Moneka. Uh, he's delicious in every single way. Yes. That beautiful white teeth and smile. Yes. I bet his babies taste like mm. angel dust. Angel dust? <laughs> angel dust. <laughs> I think it tastes like Sour Patch Kids. Oh, he tastes like the pink Starburst. Ooh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The person deserving of head this week. Is Roddy Rich. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Roddy Hitch <laughs> deserves some motherfucking head. Mm-hmm. Yes, he does. And I do you didn't lose my motherfucking me? mind. Okay. Do you understand me? <laughs> and he's understand a Libra. Me. Oh. Uh, he's a Libra. The motherfucker needs some head. Yes. Yes, he does. And let me tell you why. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know... That's an explosion. First of all, let's point out that the box has been <laughs> oh, number one for wreck, some okay. weeks now. It has been number one for some weeks now. And he's been blocking a few people on the Billboard Hot 100. Oh, yeah. Like, he's been blocking um, Future and Drake for, like, weeks. And Justin Bieber, too. And Justin Bieber, too. And Dua Lee. Well, good job. Um, yes. Dua well, Peep. So her song is still kind of rising. So I don't know. No, it's know. number two. Yeah, it's number two now. I think. Shit. But let's see where it it can potentially overtake that position. But I don't. I doubt it. Do the peep. 
<laughs> that is chewing it. <laughs> Duo lips. Duo lips. That is really true. Get and, out of here. And what I loved about this situation was that he didn't have a video for the longest. Yes. You know, this was a song that he released and it was given a child. I'm just releasing it and it was over. So it came number one. He's like, oh, I got money for a music video. So I was like, oh, okay, now I'm going to do a video. So, bitch, when he released the video, it's given this. Now I'm going to extend my run. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's motherfucking over for him. He's young. I heard he's in a relationship. I don't know. I don't know with who. But, what I, gender? but I heard he's, I heard he's taken a, a, a lady. A lady. Oh um, damn. He, he's a Libra. Unfortunate. Though. He's a Libra though. Oh, he needs. Yes, some head. he is. Yeah, he needs some head. Hmm. And what proved that he needs some head was him in that music video laid out on that bed like that with them shorts on. And were these small shorts? They were above his knee. Above the knee. And he had on some slides. Above the knee is dick suckable. Oh, yeah. And he had on some slides. And that's really... Oh. In the bed. In the bed. Was his feet big? They were decent. Stop. Listen, he's short. Oh. And he's small. But to me... Those I don't, be the ones. I don't give it... Yes. Those be the ones. Yeah. Mm. And let me tell you something. <laughs> let me tell you something. Before you drink some, Before you drink it, Look at what they look like. Oh, yeah. That's how you know oh. it's going to taste good. And that's also doesn't mean that it doesn't matter how big it is. Uh, yeah, don't. <laughs> yeah, don't. <laughs> Sometimes it's not about the journey of how long it took to get to the pool. It's about the dive. Oh, yeah. It's about the time in the ocean. Oh, yeah. And bitch, if the dick is good and the shower is great, Mm. It's all worth the travel. But I know he is, so I don't want to hear that shit. Yeah, from no one. maybe, okay. maybe it's not, maybe it's not big, maybe it's average. And that's fine. That's fine. As long as he has some big balls. Oh, wow. <laughs> Smackable balls that make that. Oh well, it's twenty one year old. It's, it's twenty one year old dick, so you know it's gonna be a mountain to come. Uh, he needs to learn some new tricks. I got something for him. I got you. Oh, <laughs> he young. He needs to learn something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because whoever that is, not sucking it right. That video on Twitter of him like oh. smiling, I was like, ooh. Yeah, because he was trying to sell it a little bit. I was like, like ooh, who is this? Yeah, he was trying to sell it. I don't know if he thought he was walking boy face or what. Yeah. And then he had a little hazel eye. I was into it. Hello, are y'all over there? Do y'all know how to give head or y'all just sidelining and voyeuring? Oh, they ain't about this life. Lin- <laughs> Lindsay is a woman voyeur, so you know they're kind of... They're kind of... Sometimes I and, give you know, head. Jay Bolin only suck dick <laughs> if it's of a complexion lighter than the paper bag. Right. Right. <laughs> And specifically unc- uncut only for her. That's uncut. not true. <laughs> and if it comes with Goya beans. Oh, Goya beans. Wow. Oh, how racist of you bitches. Oh, okay. oh my God. Ridiculous. <laughs> you mean she like her dick with facade skin. <laughs> Goodbye. And a turtleneck. Yeah. Goodbye. Pino. Goodbye. In a choro. <laughs> oh, In a, cho- it's, it's 
Chewed on. <laughs> no, you're, you're racist in the way you pick them. Shut up. I ain't racist in the way I do shit. <laughs> I, I haven't been nice everyone. Well, would you suck Roddy Rods? Now, you've been talking about this man and, and dick and mouth and water since 5 o'clock. Let's go, Mark. <laughs> you need to be doing more. I did it. I'll shine you, and you've been... Throbbing for this she ain't outshine me with this one. More. No, I did he it. Did. I did it. He came already. <laughs> All right. But he deserves it. And the he song. He deserves his head. He got his head and he got it with the deepest throat. So, bitch. All right. That's that. Yeah, that's that. Yeah. And older people like that song too. Yes, they do. And it's still number one. I live for it. Boom. Mm. And so, on that note, enjoy your head, Roddy Vitz. Keep doing your thing. And yes. don't, you know, keep it going. Yeah, keep it going. Don't be a girl that, I'm sorry, not girl, but don't be a guy that gets yeah. to number one and don't keep it going. I mean, do you have to keep getting number ones once you get one? Damn, y'all are hard on the people, okay? No, but wasn't he, he just talking about what's his name? Who? Oh, which one? The weekend. Um. <sighs> no, um, old town. Had to put the pussy in the pinky. Really, been a thing with the pinky. Said the bounce and the bounce and the sacky. They gotta keep it going. <laughs> you know, weekend ain't got no. You know, she ain't got no good dick. I don't yeah. know why she up there talking like that. Talking about she, she ate the pussy some, in it. Some nice barrettes. She probably do dresser. eat good pussy though. That's maybe, maybe we can eat good pussy. He might. I don't know, child. I'm not using next. I don't know if he can eat oatmeal right, bitch. Anyway, let alone pussy. Right, right. Let alone yeah, pussy. Right. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine we can eat no pussy. <laughs> can you? Because pussy is a scientific project. Can he use a Goodbye. spoon? I don't know. He might. <laughs> he might go ham and cheese, though. He might go ham and cheese. He might. And add some bacon, bitch. Oof. Peesh. Yeah. Peesh. He might be giving Goodbye. motherfucking blister, <laughs> blistering red. <laughs> and pork juice. Oh, God. <laughs> Wow. See, you know what? All right, Roddy. Enjoy your hair. Oh, yes. Thank you. Anyway, enjoy your hair, Can body rich. Box. I can't. <laughs> he said, bitch, don't wear no shoes in my house. You think Roddy is short for Roderick? No. I hope not. <laughs> Me too, because I know a nigga with that name. Okay. It's short for Rodney. <laughs> Yeah, enjoy your head. It's been a pleasure. And you know what, Swallowers? Thank you for listening and t- welcoming us back for a third season. Yes. I hope you enjoyed our interview of The Vixen. And follow us on Instagram and Twitter at HTS underscore podcast. We're going to be doing more interviews like this. And I hope you like what you heard. Yes, thank you follow so much. Follow myself so at much. Ain't I Emery. Lyrical Mar at Lyrical Mar. Mm-hmm. Underscore lyrical mom and Lindsay at Lens underscore wags and Jay Bolin at J Bolin. It's airy season, yes, yes, it is. And y'all well, gotta stay in the house, yeah. yeah. We gotta stay in the house, you gotta stay in the house doing y'all birthday season. Uh, uh, uh. 
Which kind of sucks because I was really excited for every season because that girl Pisces Webby's out. Huh? Pisces season wasn't shit. Okay. All right. <laughs> Pisces season brought the Romans. Oh, Lord. Child. Oh, and Roddy is short for Roderick. Roderick. Oh, yes. Uh, which means Roderick. It's, which means it's got girth. Goodbye. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Anyways, thank you, Swallows, for listening. And until thank you. next time, keep it together. Keep it together. Be oh. safe. Stay and wash, safe. And wash your hands. Wash, wash your, your hands. hands with hot water and soap. Yes. 20 seconds. 30. Bye, Swallows. Oh, uh, I can't. Yeah.